A while back on social media, I asked parents whose children were high school students what might delay their plans for college. And quite a few parents responded with the fact that their child was just too tired. They were fatigued. They were burned out. They had just about enough schooling to last their lifetime. And they really didn't think their kids would head on to college or any kind of post-secondary education like vocational school or trade school. I was thinking about that and I decided that I wanted to talk about that a little bit more. There are things that you can do as a parent, things that you can do for your child with a disability to help them consider college or vocational school or trade school in spite of the fact that they might just be tired of school. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So welcome to College Disabilities and Success, episode 33, From High School Fatigue to College Success by Mickey Hayes. The opinions in this podcast are my own, but please reach out to your college, physician, or legal services for additional information. To begin with today, I'm going to talk about some things that you can do at the college itself that might encourage your child to consider enrolling. And the first thing is an explanation about one of the accommodations. One of the accommodations that's available to students through disability services is something called a reduced course load. If you feel that your child is just not able to handle a full course load and the credits that are attached to that, you might want to let them know that that could be an option for them. With a reduced course load, you could end up taking fewer credits per semester and still, with that accommodation, be considered a full-time student for purposes of the college. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to get full-time financial aid to go with it. That is going to come in relation to the number of hours you're getting. But there are other benefits to being a full-time student, and getting that accommodation would allow for some of those benefits. Now, to find out about that accommodation, You want to talk to your disability services at the college of your choice and find out what kind of documentation they need and how your child could arrange that accommodation. What is needed for it, how many hours they could do on a reduced course load. Remember I said all along that different colleges follow the federal guidelines of ADA, but they also have a lot of flexibility. So you want to find out exactly how your college is handling the reduced course load accommodation. But for someone who is not up to taking a full load and you know it's just going to lead to trouble down the way, that's one of the things that you should be aware of as an opportunity for your child. I'd also like to take a minute to talk about another possible accommodation. If your child struggles in particular with a subject like math or foreign language that they know they're going to have to deal with at college, but they're just feeling doomed that they aren't ever going to make it through those courses. Have a conversation with your child and the Disability Services Office to find out what that college's procedure is for course substitutions. Sometimes kids are really, really hesitant to get to college because they know they're going to hit a wall in a particular subject area. And course substitutions are something that every college should provide as an accommodation. And again, every college may have its own guidelines and parameters for making those decisions, but it's usually available 
in a program that is not going to be math-centric. In other words, you're obviously not going to get a course substitution in a math course if the program that you're going into is a strongly driven math program. But a program, for example, like humanities or human services, those are not math-centric. There are math courses that are required for those programs, but it doesn't mean they're going to be deep into math skills. So if your child has a math disability in particular, this may be an option for them. But the only way you can find out is if you have that conversation with disability services. So I just told you about two unique accommodations. One is reduced course load, and the other is the course substitution. In both of those cases, they do require conversations with disability services and finding out the exact parameters and guidelines that disability services must follow based on the school's policies. But it's definitely worth a conversation there, especially if your child's high school fatigue is keeping them from moving forward. Now, something else at the college itself. A lot of the colleges are always developing new programs, and this may be something that your son or daughter might be interested in. And what I have found in my own personal experience is that new programs, when they're getting established at colleges, often actively recruit students. A college that's setting up a manufacturing program, for example, might be actively recruiting students, and there may be advantages to being part of a new program that you might not have even known existed. So when you go to the college and you have the conversation with your advisor or counselor, ask about that. Are there new programs? Are there programs that are actively recruiting students? Because every program wants to be successful, and every program wants to keep their enrollment up. And so many times, specific programs will recruit students to join their program. So it's definitely worth asking about. And you never know, you might find something that sparks your child's interest. Now, many colleges have a continuing education department. They have community courses, non-credit courses, but special interest courses. So there may be programs in there for certifications, such as computer certifications, or they might have special interest courses like gardening courses or flower arranging or language courses, music, art, craft, building, hobby type courses. They have a whole array in many colleges of various topics and subjects in their continuing education programs. And that is a very good way for students with special interests to kind of stick their toe in the water, so to speak, test it out, get to the college, see what it's like being in class with another bunch of people all interested in doing the same thing. So consider continuing education also as a possible resource for your child who might be too fatigued in high school to actually go into a degree program. It's a good way to find an area of interest that will help them build their skills because the more skills you have, the more employable you become. And the bottom line at the end of all of this is employability. So any area at the college that might be able to train them or teach them about a certain skill, any area like this in continuing education at the college would also be a resource that they could use. And it also provides some networking opportunities for your child. The other thing many colleges have are certificate programs. Colleges have them, vocational schools have them, trade schools have them, 
And there are actually schools that simply are designed to provide certain types of certificates. There are schools that provide CNA certified nurses assistant certificate, for example. And that's all you do. You go to that place, you go through their training, and you come out with a CNA certificate. So how do you find out about these things? Well, you can ask your advisor or counselor at the college, but you can also reach out to vocational rehabilitation because vocational rehabilitation is a federal agency that's located in every state of the United States. Vocational rehabilitation, or VR as it's called for short, or DVR or Department of VR, has a mission to help students with disabilities become employable. And so they have a vast knowledge of various opportunities, certificate programs, and training programs that are available to students that they might not have been aware of. So specialized certificate programs and VR programs might be other ways to support a child who might be fatigued from high school and not ready to move on to higher education. One of the things that I want to make sure that you do understand, though, is that anything that your child does that is associated with the college, if it's a certificate program or a community course, non-credit course, if they're auditing a course, anything that they're doing at the college, they should still register with Disability Services because Disability Services can accommodate for whatever needs your child might have, even if they're not in a credit-driven course. If they're doing something that's part of a program at the college, they would still be considered eligible for Disability Services and whatever accommodations they may need in that circumstance. You also might want to bring up the conversation about taking something online. There are a lot of online programs out there, and online education is becoming more and more common, especially with all the COVID going around right now. But online education is more accessible now than it ever has been, and it's more available to your child now than it ever has been. So even starting out at a college with one online online course might be all it takes to get that rhythm going and to help your son or daughter look forward to the next course and the next course and so on and so forth. I've known students who asked me if they could bring in a friend to meet me, to find out about college programs, to sit in their classes with them. Would that be allowable? Shadowing a class at a college while it's active would probably require specialized permission from the dean's office. So if that is a conversation that comes up. Your child will need to figure out what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. And I would start with asking the faculty first. And if they don't know for sure what the laws are or the rules are about that, check with the dean and they'll let you know if that's a possibility. So your son or daughter may have an older brother or sister or a friend who might be willing to let them shadow them for a day at the college and actually get a sense and a feel for the world around them at a college because that environment is very, very different than the high school environment they came out of. And they might be surprised at those differences. And you never know, a few shadowing experiences at a college while classes are in session, talking to people, hanging out with a sibling, possibly sitting in on a class with their friend. These are all possibilities that could sort of encourage them to reconsider becoming a part of college. And the nice thing about community colleges or junior colleges 
and even some online colleges and specialized colleges, is that their enrollment rates are not necessarily based on a semester schedule. There are some classes that run short time and some classes that run weekends and some classes that run evenings. There's just all kinds of schedules out there now. When I was speaking to Kelly Newman from University of Phoenix in episode 31, She said they run five-week classes at the University of Phoenix. So one class every five weeks might be a schedule that a student with a disability would prefer to have. And that might be a way, again, to ease into the kind of environment that would help get them prepared for a career and a goal in life. So today we talked about several things that might help lighten the load of your fatigued high school student. We talked about the possibility of reduced course loads, course substitutions for some classes, the non-credit special interest courses that colleges offer. We talked about possible certificate programs that don't require a lot of schooling. We talked about reaching out to vocational rehab to see what options are available there. We talked about asking guidance counselors about new programs that might exist at your particular site. We talked about shadowing a college class with a friend or a sibling. And we talked about taking online classes that have different schedule structure. All of these things are possibilities for a student who is fatigued. And they don't necessarily have to go into the same full-time, massive academic load that others do. So these are options that are available and would be worth sharing and discussing with your child who may be too fatigued to think about higher education, and future goals. Thank you for joining me today. I'm really glad you're here. And I know if you're struggling with a high schooler who doesn't really want to move on anymore, and you know in your heart they really need the additional training, this might be a resource to let them hear because they might not realize that some of these opportunities even exist to them. If you have any questions about college and you're not sure exactly what it all involves, if you go to mickeyteaches.com, I have a free ebook called Insights from a Disability Specialist, Nine Critical College Concerns. These are topics and questions that you should either know the answers to or get the answers to when you talk to disability services. So if you go to mickeyteaches.com, you can sign up for that free ebook very quickly and easily. And there are other resources on that website as well that you might find helpful. I hope you found today worthwhile and got some value from today's podcast. I look forward to talking to you again. Have a great rest of the day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Information contained throughout this podcast has been gleaned from my own personal experiences. But to ensure accuracy, please contact the Disability Services at the college of your choice to have firsthand information and the most up-to-date policies and procedures followed by your particular institution of higher education. The content in any of these podcasts is not intended as a substitute for information from legal, educational, or medical professionals. Always seek the advice of your attorney or qualified health care provider with any questions you may have with regards to legal, educational, or medical concerns.